Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. It's our number two of the program right here. We are live in Green Tree. It is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Bob Pompian here behind the microphone. Matt Harkins behind the glass. He'll be taking your calls at 412-928-9370. Just want to get your thoughts on, you know, potentially if sports leagues return, what format will we see? What would you like to see? And also what you're doing today. Uh, this was going to be a very busy weekend for the Penguins, I know. And then you got conference tournaments, you got March Madness, all of it gone. Uh, even PGA, uh, the Players Championship. I thought after they started that with, you know, with fans, they announced that same day, no fans tomorrow. I thought of all the sports that, and I say that selfishly, just for a diversion of sorts, that they could have done it without fans, just because there's not many people there. You're up in the open air, and it's a, it's a player and a caddy, but they decided against that like all uh, major sports franchises have decided to do. So we'll find out. We're entering into certainly uncharted territory when it comes to sports, which, you know, obviously take a back seat because the number one issue we're all dealing with is trying to stay healthy and trying to stay away from COVID-19. And the best way to do that is listen to what your health experts tell you and, and not just listen, but implement it into your lives. We have a ton of sanitizer in here. We have Wipes, we have everything, and, and that should be part of your regular routine. And maybe the good thing out of this long term is that people will take their hygiene better. Because if you do, then things can change. We can reduce illness. We can reduce, you know, pressure in health systems. I, I noticed all of this uh, disinfectant stuff going on now at arenas, airlines, in the airports, uh, school buses. And then you have to ask yourself, why didn't this happen largely before all of this? Did it take a pandemic for people to realize that hygiene is very important. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. So, as it stands right now, there's nothing on the calendar. But, I think in time, you're going to see some leagues return. Maybe not all of them, but it will probably be an individual choice based on what CDC tells its leagues and fans. When they do return. And, and, again, it's not hypothetical. Let's assume they will come back sometime at the end of April into May. If you're a hockey fan out there, call me at 412-928-9370. What would you like to see? Would you like to see a resumption of a few games of the regular season and then a shortened playoff? And I say shortened because I think the series are going to have to be reduced from best of sevens all. That would take two months. And that would take you in June, July. There's no time really to separate yourself for the draft and all the planning that comes with this. But NHL owners have told their staff to look into arena dates as far as into July. So I think they would like to do that. But I also don't think they want to shorten next season either. So there comes a point where you just run out of time. What is that point, and what would you like to see with regard to your sports when it returns? I'm confident at some point that will happen, because I think we have people in this country 
who are good at listening to advice of people and hopefully stay away from big gatherings. I thought the sports leagues around the uh, country certainly took the lead on that, starting with the NBA and everybody that followed in a crazy day that was Thursday. 412-928-937. Let's go out to TR, who joins us right now on the cell phone. Hello, TR. How are you today? Hey, Pop. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing good. So a couple comments. Early in your show, you made a comment about health care workers and what they do on the front line. I totally agree with you. I've got two elderly parents and two different uh, skilled nursing facilities, and these workers are just unbelievable. They don't get near enough credit. Um, they're, 100% they work agree. Tirelessly. It's unbelievable what they're willing to put on the line on the front line because their own health could be in jeopardy. But they are it's, it's, serving it's amazing. the public. Yep. But I, I will say this. We live in the greatest country in the world. We will figure this out. We will come out better than we were. But it just shows you what our sports mean to us. I mean, I'm a huge West Virginia fan. I was looking forward to that Big 12 tournament. And we have no sports today. I'm looking for something on TV. It's very ominous. It's very odd. It's 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 just awkward. But I think we'll get through it when we come back. Our sports will even mean more to us. And I don't think we'll take it quite for granted like we have in the past. No, I think you're absolutely right. And it is a big part of our uh, lives. You know, I'm not going to shy away from that. And I think, you know, sports is often a diversion for people to get away from their real-life problems. And it's, it's, it's the ultimate reality show. I've said that forever. I just think that's where you really learn about how things can happen when you least expect it. Uh, and it does give you a sense of uh, relief from whatever you may be dealing with. So it's a big part of our culture, always will be. But I think this makes you realize, too, it's not the only thing. And uh, there are far more important things when it comes to life-saving efforts that are going on right now. But it's just a pause for now. So I don't think no. you're going to see it, um, although you never know. I mean, we're dealing with an unknown. It's an invisible enemy right now. Thanks, We'll Matt. be all right. We're, we're going to get through it. But <laughs> I appreciate the call, and I uh, love your show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you, TR. Appreciate you calling it, 412-928-9370. Give us a shout. As I said, the NFL is the least affected uh, league so far because they're, they're not playing games, so they didn't have to shut anything down. They have shut down. Uh, travel for a lot of their scouts to get to certain things. But if you know anything about the NFL, you know that these guys have done their homework during the course of the seasons. They've been at many college games. They have been to select workouts. Do they have to go through with more? Well, maybe, but maybe not. You know, I think they have a pretty good idea uh, of who they would like in drafts. I think pro days do help. Many of them have been, for the time being, postponed. But they are unaffected largely. They still are affected, potentially, if they decide to move back to start of their calendar year, which is scheduled for 4 p.m. on Wednesday. They also have tonight. It's a big night, 11.59. They have not changed that deadline. So the CBA has to be voted on by players, and it's simple majority. If they get it, they adopt another 10-year CBA so that the league could go on uninterrupted, uh, from a labor point of view anyway. And, uh, you know, those of the players who want total free agency are never going to get it because this plan calls for franchise and transition tags to continue. But it does impact whether or not it's voted yes or no. It does impact teams and their preparation for this coming season. Because if it is agreed upon, there's more wiggle room for teams like the Steelers who are up against the cap. If not, you will see releases of players. I think it's 
largely acceptable that Ramon Foster, as much as I think he's had a wonderful career from being undrafted out of Tennessee, it, it gets to a point where you need to save money that you start there. There, there are going to be others potentially on the ropes for that. Anthony Ciccolo could find himself in that role. I think Mark Barron, even though he's a good player, I think, you know, maybe didn't do what you expect him to do last year, but I, they'd like to keep him around. But if you have to sign other guys and make room, restructure, put a tag on Bud Dupree, you're going to have to figure out ways to do it if this CBA does not get pushed forward. And that's going to be the big question here. So, again, it's, it's a simple majority. It doesn't have to go through 75%. It's whoever has the most. So we'll find out what that means. And that starts tonight at 11.59, or I should say ends tonight at 11.59. We'll know the results of it probably by tomorrow. And then you'll have an announcement on, on whether or not the season starts. Free agency, untamp, uh, the, the non-tampering deadly. You can go out and talk to people, you know, uh, and, and find out. That's another big issue of the NFL. What happens with the quarterbacks? It's unprecedented to see how many quarterbacks, big-name quarterbacks who are free agents. And there are teams that are going to want some of them, starting with Tom Brady. So, you know, what do they do? We will find out. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. You can let me know what you think on Twitter. It's at KDPomp. I want to thank our sponsors who make this show possible each and every week. Allegheny Health Network, Health for All. PNC Bank, make today the day. Number one, Cochran, go one better. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, got your back, not your wallet. And Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. They are the title sponsor of the Sports Call on Pittsburgh CW. Also, follow us on Twitter, 93.7 The Fan, driven by Shorky, Jim Shorky, Kia, Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer shop. All three of their local locations at ShorkyKia.com. And text us on the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. It's 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Yes, we are back with more. It's 412-928-9370. If you'd like to talk about some hypotheticals in sports right now, that's what we're doing, looking ahead, trying to figure out ways that things can get done uh, if this coronavirus is contained within 30 days or so, or at least shows signs that it's on the uptrend. We'll see. I've noticed in China, they, uh, they're on the, uh, they've gone through the peak. They're on the decline now. It looks like cases have been um, slowing down. Death toll is slowing down. They've invited some basketball players back in who were told to leave originally. So, you know, I guess you can look at them as the epicenter of what's going on. Them and Europe in general. Italy is really going through a tough time. And try to figure out a scenario. Anyway, if it does return, and I'm talking about all sports, how do you get it in? How do you do it before the start of the next season? Let's go to Carol, who joins us right now in Clinton, Pennsylvania. What's up, Carol? Hey, Bob. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Okay. Hey, um, Mike question is a little bit different um i don't know if anybody's brought this up but do you think that the um break in the action for baseball will benefit the astros in the fact that you know the focus is all on all of this right now and it might relieve some of the pressure from that cheating scandal i think that's a good point i think it already has i haven't heard that at all and i think when play resumes it'll still be there i don't i'm not gonna say it's gonna go away because i still think teams are generally mad, and players specifically are mad, that they've been cheated out of something that they may rightfully deserve. So, uh, But for now, yes. I mean, it doesn't really matter. When play resumes, I think it will resurface. Maybe not as a, as a hot topic. Up. Yeah, but it'll, be, it'll, it'll resurface. You think? Yeah, mm -hmm. I was wondering if maybe, you know, with all this going on, that people will just be so relieved to get back to work that they'll, it'll kind of take them off the hook. 
No, I don't think it'll totally do that, but for now it does, and I think generally it's the right call to not that, – that stuff doesn't matter right now. What, what matters is what's going on to try to contain this virus. So, um, right. But when it does return, they're gonna, uh, people don't forget. They have long memories in sports. I know that, especially if you feel oh, like okay. you've been slighted. All right, Carol. Stay safe. We appreciate your call. Let's go to Greensburg right now. We have Joe on the line. Hello, Joe. How are you? Hey, Bob. Enjoy your show. Thanks. The thing I'm missing the most about all this hiatus, of course, is March sadness. <laughs> yeah, March good sadness. way to look, especially for the seniors. You feel bad. Yeah, that's for sure. The uh, But I think what they could do is come back with all the 12-5 upset tapes <laughs> and all the other upset tapes. You're going to see a lot of tapes rewound and put back on TV over the next month. Yes, you will. <laughs> well, last night I watched the 84 Lakers and Celtics seven-game series. And uh, I couldn't walk away from it, even though I knew what happened. It was just so entertaining. From what point of view? Just how things have changed, or just the competitive well, balance they had of that? All the, they, had, they, 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 kept, they had all the various players, James Worthy and Bird, everybody comments as each game went on, what was really going on, you know, what they were thinking. and you know, A lot of those games ended in the last minute. Yeah, that, that was a great series, too. Yeah, it was, and they were talking about, you know, La La Land versus Blue Collar and, uh, you know, uh, the racial implications, the, the guys walking around, the fact that the, they, they had the Boston Garden, they, they swore that the Arbok had the heat on, it was 100 degrees inside, it was, you know, they said, Boston's looking cool and calm, he said, we're dying, they're showing people in the stands, and they'd have a great play, and they'd have Chick Hearn do his rendition of it, and then the Boston guy do his rendition of it. No, it was just it was just entertaining as could be, and I kept thinking, you know, I'd like to go back and see Popeye Jones again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of great characters in the NBA, no doubt. Right, all those guys. You know, I just think they could go back to that. At least we had some fun reminiscing because I always missed the first weekend of the tournament. Those first Thursday, Friday games, you know, are just so teams out of nowhere. Guys like Robert Morris, now they don't get a shot. You know, it's yeah. just. That's very uh, – Joe, thank you. And you're going to be seeing a lot of uh, things looking back over time and some of the best games, some of the best matches, some of the best whatever um, to occupy the time for sports fans who don't have that opportunity now. Uh, But I do feel bad for Robert Morris, Duquesne. I talked to uh, Bailey Steele the other night, who's a Duquesne senior. He was so looking forward to this. And a lot of these guys are never going to get another chance. Let's go to Youngstown. Greg is on the line. Hello, Greg. Hey, Bob. How's it going? What's going on with you? You know, let me say something real quick. I know this is not going to be a popular statement, but... You've made uh, them before, but, so I'm ready. <laughs> I, I know. By June or July, everybody in this country is going to be exposed to this virus. Every single human being. Because in Ohio, the governor already said there's 100,000 people who already have been exposed. Now, not everybody's going to get sick. Not everybody's going to even show signs. Now, what are they going to do in June and July? They're not going to play sports anymore in June and July? They're not going to play sports in September? I mean, at what point is it going to get ridiculous and you have to live your lives without being in fear of this virus? It's just ridiculous. Well, I think, number one, I I heard that Mike DeWine in Ohio said that number, I guess, and I'm just curious how he would come up with that number. I agree that there are people who probably are carrying it, don't even know it, because in in a lot of cases, it's a mild reaction to it, and you don't even know. You may confuse it with something else. But I think the greater good is what's at stake here. And I, I think I also believe that they're working hard to come, come up with a vaccine. It may not happen in the next several months, but it will happen. 
And I think the warm weather, that's an unknown here because most viruses don't do well in the warm weather. You can see a, dr- a dramatic decrease, or this one may be unaffected by it. I don't know because it is called a novel virus. No one has information on it. They're trying real hard. So I think I, know, I don't know what you're supposed to say at this point. I think they're going 30 days out and just see where it is, and, and whatever information you have, you, you make decisions moving forward. Well, if they have tests, hypothetically, right, Bob, say if they said, say the NBA said, we have tests out there right now, and they would go, we're going to play on Friday night still. We're just going to play one day a week, and we're going to test everybody that, that week to see who has it. I mean, I mean, they can do that, I would imagine. I mean, 70% of the population at this moment, myself including, has to go to work every day. I'm exposed to people every day. Everybody in my family goes to work every day. Everybody I know goes to work every day. Right. I mean, athletes but, and late-night late night talk hosts don't want to work. I just don't get it. It's not that so much as it is the congregation of people. They do not want a whole bunch of people being at risk and spreading this thing even more. So, And then one day a week's not going to get it done. If they're going to do anything, they're going to speed up the price. If they do decide to come back, any of these leagues, they're going to have to cram a whole bunch of play into a short amount of time, which is going to be hard to try to figure out. But, like I said, all we can do at this point, Greg, is go month by month. You can't look beyond that because I don't, I don't think it's a prudent thing to do. Uh, we can play the hypothetical game, which is I've tried to do here today, about what kind of format would you like to see if there's a limited amount, realistically, mid-May. Let's use that as a targeting point. How much can you get in if you're hockey from mid-May until, let's say, the end of July? Because I think if you go in August, now you're, you're, you know, you're, you're going to affect the next season. And I don't think they want to affect the next season. You may change some things about what goes on in the season. I don't think you'll ever see them shorten the amount of games. They need the games. But they also need playoff money, too. As I said, the NHL, more than any league, relies on gates more so just because they don't have the big billion-dollar television deals like so many other sports offers to some of their broadcast partners. So this is all just, you know, we'll see how it goes and where it goes. But um, I don't, you know, I know people have to go to work, myself included. We're here. We're taking precautions at work. I think you have to do that. You have to limit the amount of people you go through. You can you can make a, a big impact on this virus with not being around big groups. I think people, and hopefully today, today was supposed to be a St. Patrick's Day parade. And I know people are still going to go out to bars tonight. I hope you are very cautious when you go. I hope you, you know, you need to understand what that um, social distancing is all about. I think it's very important. You know, you can't get next to people. Play it safe. It's you want to go out and have a have a you know you can do it. There are ways to do it, but you got to be smart about it, and that includes everybody. And I think if people do that, largely you can see some results positively as this virus moves through. I'm hoping that the warm weather has an effect on it, and I hope it reduces the number of the cases. You, you you see that with the regular flu. Now some of these may not do that, and and likely. I think this is likely, and again, I hate to be put in this position. I'm not a medical expert, but I've listened enough to enough people who I respect is that likely, if there's no vaccine, that this could return in the fall again and into the winter. Hopefully, by then, there is a vaccine, and they can distribute it. I know there are smart people out there working on that, and we hope and pray that they can get that done. Let's go to Joe, who joins us on the cell phone. Hello, Joe. How are you? Good, Bob. How are you? Well, you know, tap dancing like Fred Astaire right now or or Gene Kelly. (laughs) Well, that guy Greg that called up, uh, that's, that's how viruses spread. So, in other words, what they're trying to do is they're trying to limit the amount of people who get it all at once so the healthcare system is not overwhelmed. 
That's why they're doing that. Right. That's the big. You're, you're absolutely to... right, Joe. It's the healthcare systems, and I think Italy is the one. You know, they're treating people in the hallways now because you, they don't have any capacity, and that's what you want to try to avoid. And that, and by, and the, the, the whole country, for the most part, is going to be shut down. I, you know, I'm in Orlando, and our uh, our mayor said that six to eight weeks is what it's likely to take to slow it down and then to get a handle on it. So, uh, for when people don't take it seriously or don't see the bigger picture, that's how stuff spreads. Anyways, thanks, Bob. All right, thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. We've got a uh, text here from Perry Rotolo, actually a tweet at KD Palm. He says, I live in South Florida, so Greyhound tracks are running, and I'll be handicapping and betting on them. Usually go to the track to bet, but we'll be betting online instead, practicing social distancing. They're shutting everything else down. Well, I mean, that's a good way to do it. And I think you're going to see schools do this. I think you're going to see visits to doctors done on a virtual way, which is good because you can still get the advice of doctors without actually going in for an appointment and taking up space in an otherwise busy facility. So I think all of this is really important. Uh, use social media to your advantage if you can. They're in, you know, trying to get people to work from home and do all these sorts of things. But uh, you know, the bottom line is be smart. That's the best thing you can do. Listen to what people say. If you have to go to work, there's still a way to do it without touching everything in the world and spreading germs. Let's go out to Rob, who joins us here on line number one. What's up, Rob? How are you? Good, Bob. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I agree with your last caller. That great guy from Youngstown, that's exactly the attitude that nobody in this country needs to have right now, or else we are going to be in the same shape that Italy and Spain are in. People need to be smarter and use their heads, for God's sake. Yeah, and I think largely they will. I think if it requires government to say, listen, we're then going to quarantine people, period. You have no choice. They're trying to do it ahead of that, um, and hopefully it doesn't get to that. But at the same time, you have to be really vigilant about this, and I think people generally are. You know, even if you want to go out to dinner, for example, you can do it, but you've got to be smart about how you do it. and, again, I think long-term, Rob, as I said at the beginning, I think this hygiene issue is going to be something that people will take with them moving forward and hopefully remember how important it is. And maybe in the long run, it even saves more lives to regular flu victims. But thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Let's go out to Brad on the cell right now. Joins us before we go to a break. What's up, Brad? Hey, Bob. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. Hey, I'm, I'm from the Seattle area, and uh, I've, I've got a lot of friends back there. been there quite, lived there quite some time, and uh, – I would have to say that that you're kind of right on about the hospital system. Uh, back there, it is getting overran. Uh, they're working extensively long hours, and people need to be prepared for that because it, it's going to be coming across the country as as you know. If, so people got to be real prepared and be real diligent. And let me ask you, Brad. Uh, you mentioned what is what is it like? And are you do you live there now? Well, here's okay. No, I my. I've lived in Renton area, which is right outside Kirkland, right on the, north, the south side of Seattle, down by Lake Washington. Lived there for 50-some years. So I've been talking to my friends, and there's a he, – he used to be a janitor at the uh, Evergreen College, and then there's the, the Evergreen Hospital there. Well, it's getting overran. They're actually on kind of a, uh, a self-quarantine. Some neighborhoods are worse than others, uh, and they will – they – my friend – they're going to be going on quarantine within a week. That's what they're being told. And nobody's working. All the businesses are being shut down. It's, it's you know, it's getting pretty bad. 
and people are, you know, really concerned, you know, about about how it's spreading. So well, let, me, let me ask you this real quick. Sure. Do you? Um, I haven't seen. Uh, I see increases in numbers, but it, they haven't been overwhelming numbers. Well, here here's what the deal is. It's not people in death is the numbers you got to worry about. It's the people that actually are getting sick. As far as I know, and far as what my friends are telling me back there is that uh, it's just the everybody's getting sick, and you know it, it's just a real bad sickness that lasts. And so the death toll is not it's not hitting them like that. So people are looking at those numbers and seeing that oh it's not that bad. But now they're seeing you know neighborhoods of, of people becoming sick that are at home walking their dogs aren't walking their dogs anymore because they're in home being sick. Hmm. So that's what they're seeing, and that's what that's what my friends are reporting to me, is that it's it's not the death toll you got to worry about; it's people getting sick. Right. So and, yeah, and, and people right. do recover from this. I think that's one of the things that we haven't heard enough of, but a lot of people do. Thank you very much, Brad, for the update. And Seattle's been sort of the epicenter in this country, uh, but you can recover if you do the right things. Uh, again, the people in in the Kirkland nursing home, uh, that was just terrible what happened there, but. Again, it's a reminder that if you do know people who are older, and if you don't know you have it or not, try not to get in touch with them, uh, just because you may be accidentally giving them something that they won't be able to handle. So this is all just you know fluid moving forward, and hopefully it can be contained. But it's going to take everyone's participation for that to happen. Welcome back, everyone. It's a Saturday. It's a little bit cloudy. I know people are feeling down. As I've said many times, don't react in a scared fashion here i mean it's more just a vigilant fa uh, fashion you should be operating on um fear tends to sell a lot more easily people react to it all you have to do is go out to stores to see how people are shopping and trying to get things done but there is hope too that's the other side of this and i think you have to be hopeful that people in charge are going to make progress on this and it's just time uh more than anything else anyway uh, I want to sneak in real quick. I know we have some callers here, so hang on, uh, Bill and Steve. I'll get to you first. But I, I, I want to just first play a couple because we've got a lot of uh, people asking about what happens to the Masters. It seems to be a popular po topic. So PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan had a press conference yesterday. I just want to let you hear a little bit of this before we take some more calls. We're obviously incredibly disappointed to suspend the PGA Tour season for our players and our fans. I've said all along, the health and safety of everyone associated with this organization is our number one priority. We tried to be as thoughtful and measured as possible during this, during this dynamic and challenging time. <clears throat> we took all the steps within our control and felt comfortable proceeding. I'm proud of the team. And I'm a fighter. I wanted to fight for our players and our fans and for this tour to show how golf can unify and inspire. But as the situation continued to escalate and there seemed to be more unknowns, it ultimately became a matter of when, not if, we would need to call it a day. Our goal now is to focus on a plan for the near and long term and maintain the strength we've built through our organization over the past 51 years, and I'm confident we'll do exactly that. Okay, we'll open for questions. Doug? What, what changed? What was the biggest change from, from noon to 
basically mm -hmm. 1030 in the decision. Yeah, I, um, if you go back to where we were yesterday, you know, Doug, we continue to talk to um, all the, the talk to local health officials, talk to government officials, all the, all the constituents we had been talking to to make sure we was, were as aware as infor and informed as possible. But I think as you went and we took all the steps to make certain that if we were playing today, we were playing in a safe environment. We were, we had minimized uh, the number of people that were going to be out here. If you listen to what the governor had said uh, yesterday in his press conference, we weren't going to have more than 250 people in any one location. Um, and we, along with Andy Carroll, the, the head tournament chairman, uh, had taken all the right steps. But when you get to, when we got to late in the day, and players came off the golf course, and so some of the questions that we received here yesterday, particularly from international players who were trying to figure out, um, you know, had a lot of uncertainty, trying to figure out how, what they do with their family, how they get home, how they get their families here, um, and just uncertainty for a number of players generally. That coupled with the fact that, as I said yesterday, we're talking about the Players' Championship, but we're also talking about a number of events going forward. When you look to that moment in time where you have two theme parks that are located between Jacksonville and Tampa cancel, to me that really was the thing that, that was the final, you know, that was the final thing that we had heard that said, you know what, even though we feel like we have a safe environment and we've done all the right things, um, we, we can't proceed and it's not right to proceed. And when you use the doing the right thing as the litmus test, to me that was the final, those two things together were really the things that, were, that drove the decision. All right, that was Jay Monahan, uh, PGA Tour Commissioner, just in case you hadn't heard it, about the recommendations for the Masters and everything else moving forward. Like everybody else, it's on hold. All right, let's get to uh, the calls real quick here before Tab Douglas takes over. It's Steve. Uh, thanks for waiting, Steve. What's up? Yeah, Bob, thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm. And first of all, thank you very much for uh, uh, doing your job there. I know it's uh, Sports Station. And uh, when you don't have sports to, going on, it's uh, hard to figure out what to talk to. So uh, you've got my uh, deepest appreciation for what you're doing. Oh, thank you, Steve. Number uh, number two is uh, they're worried about large crowds and restaurants and stuff. Well, you know, up to this point, when you went into a restaurant, what was everybody doing? They were on their phones texting. So take advantage of the cell phone situation and... If you have friends, text them. Don't be talking to them face-to-face. -face. And then uh, your gentleman that was on the air before you, uh, Paul Alexander, uh, he was having people call in talking, uh, giving them uh, names of famous sports athletes and stuff. Well, I live in Slippery Rock up here, and not too, there's not too many famous ones. Every once in a while, one crops up out of the college, and one of those is... Uh, Matt Adams. Oh, yeah, Matt Adams. There are a lot of great people, I, and I enjoyed listening to Paul as I was driving in about those topics. Thank you for the call. Uh, we've been blessed to see a great amount of outstanding athletes, both men and women, from this area go on to do great things, inspire younger people, and I think that's what's great about sports. All right, let's round it out with Bill and Hopewell. Hello, Bill. How are you? What's on your mind today? How you doing, Bob? Good, thanks. Hey, i got a kind of a dumb question for you. Can this, th can this stuff 
survive on the, on mail and packages. I mean, stuff's moving all over the country. I, I haven't well, heard anything about I'm not, that. I am not a doctor on this. I, I think uh, you have to watch surfaces, and I would imagine anything that you come in contact it's just better to, you know, have something with you. You can wipe it down. Um you know, some people are afraid to wear gloves or think it's unfashionable. I don't know. If you can wear gloves, it's a good thing. But even then, if you touch something on a, on a um, you know, a surface and you put it into your mouth, you stay away from doing all that. I don't know. These are things I've heard. There are plenty of wonderful, smart people around here who know it. Just listen to them. Uh, I think that's the best advice we can all do at this point, and be patient. Patience is going to be uh, not only a virtue, it's a necessity right now. You have to understand that this is not a short-term thing in terms of days. This is going to go on for a while, and I think you have to have that frame of mind and just take necessary precautions. That's all you can do, and if you do it, things will happen that will, I think, help everyone involved here. All right, I want to, uh, once again, thank our sponsors for the show, Allegheny Health Network, Health for All at AHN, PNC Bank, make today the day. Number one, Cochran, go one better, at number one, Cochran, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, Got your back, not your wallet, and Ireland Contracting. They are the title sponsor of the nightly sports call. Every night we're on the air talking sports at 1035, and there's always going to be stuff to talk about, uh, even through this pandemic. So make sure you tune in uh, 1035 on Pittsburgh CW. In the meantime, I want to tell you about uh, the weather, and it's sponsored by Sun Chevrolet McMurray. Now is the time to get your spring break getaway vehicle, SUV or truck from Sun Chevrolet. That's on Route 19 this afternoon. Increasing cloudiness, periods of rain, high of 46 tonight, mostly cloudy, a little rain, changing over, potentially a flurry, low of 30. That is your weather. And before I go and turn over to Tab Douglas, who has an action-packed show, and he'll provide you with a lot of entertainment throughout the day if you're riding around. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 